Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. Oh okay, man, what's up, besties? What is going on, besties? It is uh, your co-host Jill Coleman and your other co-host Danny J. So I was sharing this story with Jill, and I'm not going to say a name because she didn't say I could share this. But a friend of ours, I, we're going to talk about explanting. Let's just set the stage. Um, we've done. I think we did an episode on implants and boobs and stuff. I don't. Yeah, we did. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think we. And I then think I think we've also shared them or. Well, and also we talked about when you did ayahuasca that you were like, I yeah. hope mother ayahuasca doesn't tell me I need to take my tits <laughs> out. Yes. Yes. So 2019, I was very much like, I feel like a lot of people in the, in our space were explanting. And I was like, I mother ayahuasca better not tell me to take my tits out. Cause I am not doing that. Um, but since then I've had a little shift in, um, in my perspective on that. And I've been considering, not considering, I think I really made a decision to get them out finally, um, just this year. And I will say this, my doctor told me, you hear that they last for 10 years and you have to replace them every 10 years. And he's like, no, that's not true. And in 2019, they were only, I think 12 years old. So they weren't. And also I was single and I was liking having them. But now this year, 2024, they are going to be 18 years old. I'm like, it's eight, they're 18. It's time for them to move out. But I feel like there's been a few things that have shifted in my reality to make me feel like I'm ready for this decision. And a couple of the things, one a big one has been cancer in my family. And another big thing was my first mammogram and kind of tied together. My mammogram was really hard to do um, because of the implants. And a good friend of ours, Natalie Jill, in fact, she's been, Natalie Jill's been on the podcast. I don't know what episode, but you can search her name. Um, she had a mammogram this year and it ruptured her implant and she had to do an explant. And she just did this about six weeks ago. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe your implants ruptured in a mammogram. But I remember doing my mammogram and thinking, she's going to pop, pop these things. Yeah. And I was terrified of it. And then it happened to her and I'm going, oh my God. And she, I started DMing her and she goes, yeah, it happens a lot, like a lot more often than you think. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is wild that that happens. They wanted me to come for another mammogram this year. And I didn't, I'm like, I'm not going to do it because it just felt too scary. And I'm glad I didn't because now I'm like, fuck, I could have popped my tits. So kind of, it was a combination of things. One of my good friends got hers removed in May or April. They looked really great. Um, she was having issues and they definitely needed to be removed. There was like some scar tissue. So like one was up high and one was low. And then another friend of mine just had hers removed and I asked her if I could see them and she FaceTimed me and showed me and they looked great. And then Natalie's popped and then, and then I really kind of freaked out. And another girlfriend of mine just had breast, got breast cancer. So there's just been a lot of things like this. And I'm going, you know, it's way over 10 years. Now it's close to 20. There's been a lot of people who are finding, they call it breast implant illness. And, and I think a lot of people do suffer with some issues related to their implants. I don't think I've had any possibly there could be some things that would help after. I don't know. You know, it's a matter of seeing, but I was, it's been kind of in my mind for maybe the last six, eight months. And it wasn't until about three weeks ago, maybe four weeks ago 
But I, I think after Natalie Jills got hers out, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So it's been this consideration and I, I've had uh, one consultation and I called three different surgeons and try, just trying to get pricing and seeing what does it look like and, and what's the recovery and all that. And so I talked to a girlfriend who got hers out and I, years ago, I think she got hers out maybe five or six years ago when everyone was doing it. And I said, I was curious about what she did. And she told me that she went into the office. <laughs> she said she went into her surgeon's office who put them in. She just asked him to take him out. She did not go under. She did general anesthesia, just like numb to the boobs. And he cut them out in the office, sewed her up and just sent her home. And I was like, my fucking jaw when I'm reading this email was like to the floor. I had my hand over my mouth, like, what the fuck? That's the most hardcore thing I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> And then she's telling me, she goes, well, they just try to upsell you on everything. They the surgery room. And I'm like, I feel like this is for your benefit. I want to be asleep when this, they're doing this. <laughs> the good news I'm thinking is, and she, I go, how much did you pay? She said a thousand bucks. I'm like, holy fuck. Oh my because God. the quotes I'm getting, quotes I'm getting, the cheapest I've heard of was $7,500. It's like, they're not fixing anything. They just take them out and whatever. $7,500 up to $25,000 so far is what I've, what I've been quoted and heard. So I'm like, well, I guess it's good if you just have a thousand bucks and you just need to get these fucking things out. But holy fucking horrifying having someone just cut your tits out in the office and just sending you home. Like that's so crazy. Like a, I don't know. Like you just get a cast on your arm. You're like, okay, go home. <laughs> that's wild. So let me ask you this. Are you, um, I mean, obviously you probably look a little bit nervous for the surgery, like want to make sure everything goes well. Um, but do you have any other considerations? Like, I mean, obviously you've had these for 18 years. I mean, they're a part of you, right? Like they're, it's a long time to have the, this physique that you have Are do you have any fears, any worries? Yeah, I do. So, you know, I liked my body before and my boobs were fine before. In fact, I didn't ever get my boobs to kind of make myself feel complete, not feel. I did feel better. Like I felt more confident after I got them, but they weren't the worst. The issues I had mostly with my boobs were I got really, really lean when I was competing. And because I had a pregnancy, my boobs had got, had grown and then they had shrunk. And so they kind of felt flapjacky for lack of a better word. And I know a lot, a lot of women can probably relate to that. Whether you're an A cup or not, you, you couldn't have some flapjacks. So I was like a cup, very, very, it was just almost like skin. And I felt like it was really hard to find clothes that really fit because I was in fitness and lifting a lot. I had a lot wider lats. So I'd have to buy like a medium type shirt for my lats, but then it would be too baggy in the chest. Or if I get a small, the chest would fit, but then it was like super tight on my lats. So I felt like my body didn't really fit into clothes. And when I when I got the implants, I really didn't want super big ones. And I had a lot of people say, like, go big or go home. If you're going to spend the money, you better do it. And, you know, get D's, get double D's. And that just, that never sat well with me. I never wanted to walk into a room and people go like, ooh, nice, nice boob job. You know, I feel like I got a good size for my frame where it wasn't super, super obvious. You know, certain push-up bras, you can really tell. But for the most part, I didn't think my boobs were outlandish or huge. But I have gotten used to them and I have gotten used to how my frame looks. But I also have noticed that, and this is weird to me, and I guess it's now because we've lived longer, but bodies and body parts being trendy. And Mm. I think that boobs in the fitness industry were really trendy. I've noticed a lot more now, like these girls in the fitness industry are flat chested, they're athletic, 
there's a lot more young women who have, and the butts came like booty and um, Brazilian butt surgeries like went skyrocketed. And that was not a thing back then. So I think that the aesthetic has changed to where I'm not as bothered by having a flat chest anymore. And I'm also just the thought of overall my health is way more important to me now than the aesthetics. But I do, I do think that a lot of the aesthetics now look to me like cute. I'm like, Oh yeah, I like a little athletic body. And my old self was totally fine. I wish I had been fine with it. I do wish I had a little more like less saggy titties. Now what's going to happen is I'm going to have saggy titties and we're going to have to figure that one out. But I think they'll do a, they can do a lift. So they're, I'm just going to have scars now, you know, that's going to be the the trade-off is the scars, but yeah, there. And also my other concern was my partner. Um, You know, we, we have a friend who got hers out and I know her partner was like not as attracted and that's something really big. And even though he is not the one to make the decision, I, I talked to him about it and He's like, yeah, you can do what you want. And I said, you know, it, it's important that I at least say something because I would like to even be considered if you were going to shave your beard, I would like, <laughs> I would like to have some consideration. So I think it is important to also consider your partner. It's not like their job of going, well, I'm not going to love you if you don't have boobs anymore or I won't be attracted. It's like, cool, let's, that's something you're going to have to work through. And it's fair if you feel a certain way about my body because you knew me as looking a certain way. And I think anytime we make any drastic um, changes to our body, our partners have a right to feel a way about it, good or bad. It's not to say like the friend who was less attracted to the girl. I mean, I'm sure they worked it out over time and now it's fine, but we, we do have our attractions. And if there's a drastic change in, in our partner, especially a sexual place or peace, but um, luckily he's really supportive and I saw his ex-wife and she was really flat chested. So I'm like, it's definitely not a boob guy. It doesn't seem to be. So I don't think it's going to be a big deal, but that was a consideration for sure. In fact, I'd say when I first started thinking about doing this, it was maybe a little over a year ago, but I didn't vocalize it because I was like, I don't even want to bring it up to him. And then when it got to where I was starting to think more seriously about it, I felt a little more brave to bring it up. And then when I was like, yeah, I think I'm really going to do it. We had the conversation again and and he's, he was fine with it, but that's definitely, it was, that was definitely a big consideration of like, mm-hmm. Hey, how are you going to feel about my body? Are you going to be attracted to me if I do this? Like, I probably am going to do it, but mm-hmm. I'm curious of how, how you're going to react and how it's going to impact our relationship. I just want to mention, you know, being January and all, I know lots of folks have like resolutions or goals and well, I don't necessarily have that exact like specific goal. I've had this one thing that I've been really want to work on this year. And that is my focus. So if you're like me, even when you're doing your best to concentrate on work or creating content, you're just not always hundred percent focused and you're not getting everything done as efficiently as you need to. And I found a pretty good solution, maybe the perfect solution. Uh, it's a little shot called magic mind. It is the perfect blend of adaptogens for stress and nootropics for your brain and like clarity. I've been long sharing the benefits of ashwagandha and rhodiola and how they helped me heal my body through my adrenal fatigue and crash. And those are two of the main ingredients in Magic Mind, which I love. And so far in 2024, Jeff has been completely skipping coffee in the morning and only taking a Magic Mind shot. He said his focus has been amazing and he's not having any caffeine 
you know, crashes. So whether you add it to your morning routine like me or try and replace your coffee completely, but you still want that focus and alertness, I recommend you try Magic Mind. And right now, because of it's January, uh, they want to help you gear up and crush your 2024 New Year's resolutions. So you can get one month free when you're subscribing for three months at magicmind.com slash Jan best life like January. So magicmind.com slash Jan best life. You'll get one month free if you're subscribing for three months and with the code best life 20, that's an extra 20% off, which it gets you set basically 75% off. It only lasts until the end of January though. So hurry up before it goes away. Magicmind.com slash Jan best life. It's really, and I love that you, you did mention, and Jeff is awesome and I'm so glad he had that response, but I mean, to your point, I mean, definitely people can have their response and, you know, to your point, it's like, he would have to figure out a way to handle that because it doesn't mean like, I'm not Mm going to do it because you don't like being with someone flat chested, but you know, it's funny that you, that you did bring up the aesthetic changing. I feel like that's really, um, uh, true. And I see a lot of people now, cause sometimes I like see people get breast augmentation now and I kind of get surprised a little bit. I'm like, Oh, is that like kind of still a thing? Like, I'm not saying it's not. And if it's your prerogative, you can do whatever you want with your body, but I always kind of like forget, but I've seen a lot of people get them and then get them out within like a year. That's actually been, mm-hmm. I've been seeing that quite a bit. Um, uh, Lori Christine King, who, uh, has a pretty big following on social media. She's been very uh, open about, she got boobs, I think maybe last year. And then she just got them out like last month or something. And so she was, she's taking people through her entire story. And it's been just really interesting to see that. I think for fitness people, we think that's what we want because we're doing so much in the gym and we're sculpting our body in so many other ways. And it's the one thing you really can't work on in the gym. You want a bigger ass, you can build a bigger ass. You want bigger delts, you want a six pack, you can work on that in the gym. But like when it comes to your chest, the more you work at it, the flatter that shit gets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, but I agree with irony. you. You know, I definitely agree with you, uh, you know, for a while and I might still consider a lift at this point, but I like my boobs and I've always liked them. I've always liked the fact that I haven't had to wear a bra and like, look, I know that some people have naturally large breasts and I, I feel for them because some, you know, I have girlfriends that have really big boobs and are considering even getting a reduction and they have to wear like big ass bras that are feel that look like armor, you know, it's like, so I get that and it like, mm-hmm. it, it like pulls at their shoulders and it's not comfortable and back problems. And I've always just really appreciated. Like even when I'm PMSing and my boobs get big for me, I'm like, how do people who have big boobs even like lay down? <laughs> like just shit just hurts. So, you know, it is interesting that the aesthetic is sort of going back to, and it's funny, you and I had this conversation with our friend who just had hers out and I was like, she looks younger without them. She looked younger. Yeah. She looked athletic, looked more athletic to me, you know? So again, yeah. end of the day, anyone can do whatever they want with their body. Um, but it's really cool for you to just say, you know what? I really like how they look, but for my health, it actually might not be serving me anymore. And I think both of those things can be true. It's not like they look bad. They look great. You know, and anyone who gets breast augmentation, that shit looks really good. And so I think you have to sort of like mourn your boobs. It's been 18 years. You probably have a little bit of grief, like, but then you get to meet your new body and figure out what you want to do after that. Someone asked me, um, maybe, maybe when I was talking to Natalie, Jill, no, oh, I was chatting with a friend about it and she goes, are you going to have like a, a ceremony or, um, like a write a letter to your boobs? And 
because I've noticed this. One of my friends who just got hers out, she like wrote a letter to her boobs and had this like release ceremony. And another girlfriend of mine did the same thing. And I think Natalie Jill, she just posted today about how she's kind of grieving her old. And right now I don't feel super, super attached. Now I, I have a feeling I'll look at pictures and be like, Ooh, I really like that. Or there's probably going to be some outfits that I really liked how they fit and they're not going to fit the same anymore. And there's going to be some mourning, but I think I'm lucky in the way that maybe the way I got them in was pretty nonchalant. So I want to kind of take them out nonchalant. It's not, I haven't made it to be something really big, but I do know, and I really feel for this, that it can feel like it's a big part of you. Um, my friend who who has breast cancer right now, she's gone to a couple surgeons. One of them recommended a double mastectomy. One of them recommending something else, but she's got very, very large boobs. And to think that your entire life, you've always had these really big boobs. And this is really, it's part of who you are to have them removed. It's a big fucking deal. I remember in my early twenties listening or hearing about Angelina Jolie having a double mastectomy, like she um, voluntarily did because she had the BRCA gene or something. And I remember thinking, and this is, it's always different when it's you, but I was like, man, if I had the gene, like you just want to get rid of it. Cool. Like what's the big deal? It's just boobs. But it's not just boobs. It really is part. It's kind of like hair too. When I, I didn't understand what a big deal to lose your hair was until my hair started falling out and how much of your identity and femininity is in your hair or in your breasts or parts of your body that make you feel Mm -hmm. like a woman or make you just feel like who you are. And so I really do think that if you are thinking about this also, that you have every right to mourn that, to write a letter to your body, to feel like you have something to let go because it is going to be a big change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think less of a change than maybe we want it to be, but it's it's like meaningful to you. And so for me, it's been kind of this back of the mind. It hasn't been really urgent. And that's why it's kind of, I've been thinking about it off and on and it didn't, and it hasn't even still become urgent, urgent, but it has become like, I would like to do it as, as soon as possible. If I can get it done this year, I would like to, because it's just... Now I just feel like it's it's just time. But I think, and I love this, you always used to say this to me when I was going through my separation, like, you know when you know. Mm-hmm. And for me, 2019 was not ready. In fact, Natalie Jill, we both talked about it. We had this conversation. I was like, everyone's ex- explanting and I am not going to. And she was the same way. Her and I were laughing with each other, like, we are not taking our tits out. And then she's like, and now I am. And, you know, she had to. The rupture made it made it so she had to but she also could have re-implanted she could have taken out the rupture and put a new one and she's like you know what i'm just done with this i've had too many surgeries this is it i'm just gonna embrace my body as it is and I, that to me was very inspiring mm. i think she looks great i think i can handle scars and i think that um her example is really fantastic too that people can just embrace this new body even though it's different than it used to be yeah. and just be really vulnerable and share that so love it well, I think this yeah. is just a good like first episode. I'm sure we'll have an after episode whenever you decide to do mm-hmm. it. But I think that's this is a really important message for people who are maybe thinking about it because I think it just like you were saying with Natalie Jill to see someone who you respect and, you know, in a way and can feel inspired by makes it almost just like someone else goes first and you're like, "Okay, like I saw them do it. I respect them. And like, you know, so I think it's important to have these conversations, whether or not you want to, it's like that you don't have to obviously get an explant, but if you're like, I'm good. And like, you're, you know, you don't ever want to get rid of your boobs. You never have to, but I think it's important to give people options and talk about more than just aesthetics, which it sounds like that's obviously a big piece of why you're doing this. And so 
Well, uh, Danny will be posting the after photos on her uh, Instagram story. So make sure you're following her at dannyj.com on Instagram. If you want to see her tits, she'll share the before and afters. Um, I will. I I think it's also okay. I think it's also okay to change your mind. You know, I was very much, I mean, you know, Jill, I was like, I'm not taking these boobs out. These bitches can suck a dick on that. And now I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm ready now. And you can all have your own reasons. And even I had a girlfriend who, was always dyeing her hair. She, she, and now during the pandemic, she was like, I'm done with this. And she decided to go full gray. And now she's, it's four years later and she has this beautiful gray hair. And I think sometimes we can, we can make a decision about something and we can feel really strongly about it. And life can bring us some different situations that make us change our mind. And that's also okay. You can feel really strongly about like, I'm never doing Botox. And then tell me you want to, or you can say like, I, use it all the time. And then you just stop. Like there's, you can change your mind at any time for any reason. And I really love that people are sharing that and showcasing that a little bit more and also just having a little bit more acceptance. So yeah, I, I changed my mind and here I am going to, but I will not go to the office under general anesthesia and just get it cut out. (laughs) I will tell you right now, I will spend as much as I don't want to, I will spend the extra $10,000 to not be awake when they take them out. That is worth it to me. That chick is next pay, level. I will, yeah. I will be in debt. I will make payments, but I am not just going to walk in and have them cut them out in the, <laughs> um, the daytime. Like what? Blows my mind. Oh, Blows man. my mind. It's so funny. So if anyone else is like has been that hardcore, please tell us in the Facebook group. I have to know. I feel like she's the – I have to imagine she's the only one in the world, honestly. But maybe there's more of you that have just been like, fuck it. Take about Doc. Yeah, we, I know that trick. She's she's raw for sure. Well, I love this conversation. I would love to continue this conversation in the Facebook group. If you guys are not in our free Facebook group, you can go to thebestlifepodcast.com and click on the link to join. This is a great conversation to have. This is sort of like a preliminary conversation. Um, and it'd be interesting to listen back to the one we did do on having mm. fake boobs because I think that might be kind of a cool circle, like full circle moment. Um, but I think this is probably something that a lot of people have an opinion on. Maybe you've had explant surgery. Maybe you've had breast reduction surgery. Maybe you've had implants put in and they're they're great and you love them. Um, but I love that you mentioned that you can change your mind too because that's the thing. And, and this is just also a reflection of as you get older, certain things just become more important to you. You know, in your 20s, you were trying to, you were competing at a national level. You were up on stage. It was like very much everyone had that same aesthetic. And now it's like, okay, like I really care more about my health and and things like that. And I'm okay being flat chested and I'll deal with whatever that looks like and I'll stay healthier because of it. So anyway, I just want to say I appreciate your vulnerability and I think this is a good conversation for all of us to have. So look forward to seeing you guys in the Facebook group on that. Do you have anything else you want to share? No, that's it. Thanks, y'all. All right. Well, thank you guys for being here and for listening. Would love your take on this. Shoot us a DM or see you in the Facebook group, and uh, we will follow up with Danny J. <laughs> All right, y'all. See you All next right. time. Bye.